hello everybody and welcome back to the Soulfully Awakened podcast. It is your host Nicole and how are you doing today? Sorry if I sound <clears throat> a little bit stuffed up or hoarse, having a little bit of drainage from allergies and things like that. So bear with me if my voice sounds a little, little different, a little congested. <laughs> so thank you for joining me today. I just wanted to do a quick little episode just talking about the journey and the path to remembering and uncovering your truest, most authentic self, your higher self. And so I think a lot of times when we talk about, you know, our authentic self and, and our higher self, our higher self is just the most grounded highest aspect of ourself here <clears throat> while we're here on this earthly plane. Okay. So as we are remembering our truth, we're uncovering it, we're rediscovering it. It's going to unfold in layers. So sometimes I hear people talking about, you know, uncovering their authentic self, their truth, their, their purpose, you know, whatever that is. And it's like, it's described as like a one-stop shop. Okay. I found it. Here I am. I'm going to sit and this is what I'm going to do. And what I have personally found through working with myself and working with others over the past, you know, 10 plus years is it is layered and it's not a one-stop shop. It's ever evolving. We are cyclic beings. So we're constantly redefining, retuning, letting go, rediscovering, and remembering layers of ourself. And that comes with self-inquiry. That comes with, you know, being able to take inventory and stock and things in our life, the way that we're showing up. And every aspect, it's the internal and the external, the, you know, the way that you feel, the thoughts that you feel, do I feel aligned to this? Does this feel good? Does this feel like, does this bring me joy? Is this lighting me up? Is this draining me? Is this adding to my life? You know, we, we ask ourselves those things. We, we allow these feelings, these emotions, these sensations that we have inside to be little guideposts that help us. This is why we are encrypted with the ability to feel and to sense and to have emotions, they are little messengers. They are indicators along our path. And we check in with ourselves, and we ask, you know, like get into the practice of really asking yourself, like when you're feeling a certain way and it maybe feels off to you, ask yourself like, okay, like, well, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to tell me? And, and like, listen, and maybe the answer doesn't come right away, but at least you're creating the practice of going inward to ask yourself those things. And then it's the external too you know, is the way that you are speaking, does that feel an alignment to the truth of who you are? Does that feel an integrity with your soul? Is the way that you're dressing, is that in tune and integrity, excuse me, with your soul? Is the way that you eat, like, you know, is that in tune and integrity with your soul? You know, all of these things, because what I have found I have been, you know, dancing in the spiritual community for over 10 years now. And what is, what is beautiful about it is, is you have this whole playground of self-discovery. You have, you know, all of these things 
that it's almost like a going into a candy shop. It's all these different things that you can try on for size and you can try this practice. You can try this tool. You can go to this retreat. You can take this course. You can read this book. You can do all these things and it's beautiful. But what often happens is, and, and I'm speaking from experience here, is we can get very lost in the mix. We can get lost in the sauce of it all and start to just kind of mold ourselves into this version of, wow, this is, this is who I'm supposed to be now. Like, this is how I have to present myself. This is how I have to dress. This is how I have to talk. This is, these are the only things that I can present and talk about, you know, and, and we get, we get lost in, all the the razzle and dazzle and the sparkle of it. And sometimes we get a little bit stalled or further away from the truth of who we really are. And what I mean by that is, is you, you, you read these things, you go to these things, you take these courses, and maybe you see the way that somebody that you met at a retreat embodies and holds themselves. And it inspires you because within their presence, you love the way that you feel when you watch them, you talk to them, you observe them. It makes you feel a certain way, okay? It's the energy that they are radiating. That's what's touching your soul. That's what you love. That's what feels good. But oftentimes, unless we are consciously aware of that energy emission, we think it's the perceivable external package that is doing that. And so we may emulate ourselves after that person and try to repackage what we see about them that we like for ourselves. Maybe it's, you know, the way that they dress, the way that they do their hair, the types of jewelry that they wear, the verbiage that comes out of their mouth, the way that they maybe dance when there's like, you know, a static freestyle dancing, you know, whatever it is. And you try to take that on and you layer that up. And all you're doing when you do that, if you're doing it to get to something without really checking in with yourself, is you're creating another layer, another mask within yourself, a layer of, you know, armor, something that you're going to have to peel off later. Okay. Because, you know, like I said, I have been in the spiritual community um, you know, dancing within it, going to retreats, meeting lots of people, doing lots of courses. And, and, you know, there have been times I thought, oh my gosh, okay, this is what I have to do. Like, oh my gosh, I love the way this person taught this. Now I got to do it this way. And what happens is, is when we get further away from what our soul is calling us to do, we get kind of led astray on the path from finding that nugget, that next layer of authenticity, of aligning to our soul, to really helping us to just be ourselves. And when you're, when you are like layering yourself with all these different versions of how you think you're supposed to be, it just starts to become heavy and you start to lose yourself in that. And this isn't to say that any version of yourself that you've ever, you know, you've ever been, you've ever picked up, we judge because what we want to do is we want to be kind to all past versions of ourselves because those versions of you do not and did not know what you know now. And so I think like when I think about the journey, it's like when 
you know, we're, we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, maybe you look back and you're like, who, who was I? But you were, you were trying to obtain that nugget of authenticity, the best way that you knew how. And all we do is we don't look back and we don't judge. We look back and we, we learn, like, what did you learn? What, what golden nuggets did you pick up? What bits of wisdom did you pick up? In what ways do you feel like you are hiding yourself? And that's a lot of times what happens is when we pick up layers of things that we perceive from other people that we find beautiful, that we love, we, what we're doing is unconsciously, maybe consciously you do it too, is we're hiding away parts of ourself that we feel aren't beautiful enough, aren't shiny enough. Or maybe we hide away because we don't want to be too shiny. That's been the theme of my life. I don't want to be too shiny. I don't want to be too seen and things like that. So we look at, we look at all, we look at all those pieces and we look at all those layers. And what this really brings me to the point is, is you will come to a point on your path, not once, not twice, not three times, you know, it could be four, five, six, more, 10, um, where you'll kind of come to a point and you'll be like, okay, I'm going to let all of this fall away. I'm going to let go of all these rituals, all these tools, all these ways of being, the ways of show up, all of these things. I'm going to strip it all away because sometimes we have to strip ourselves down, you know, naked in order to just see what we naturally gravitate toward. What naturally do we feel led to do? And then we look at all the remaining pieces of the things that we used to do that we are no longer gravitating toward, that we're no longer picking up. And then that's when we have to have go through that process of mourning and grieving, of letting go of that label, that layer of self that we used to cling to. Because a lot of the things that we cling to, we do so subconsciously, unconsciously, without really checking in and being, do I want to keep doing this anymore? Because we, a lot of us, hold on to things because of other people, other people we're serving, other people in our life, because we're ready to change. We're ready to, you know, present this layer that is ready to emerge from his or her cocoon. But we think, oh my gosh, the people around us aren't ready for this. They're going to think that I'm being fake. Like that's the biggest thing that I hear when I work with clients. It's like, but if I present myself in this way, my family, my friends, my husband, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, whatever is going to think I'm weird, is going to think I'm fake, is going to think this and that. And it's like, then we have to stop ourselves because we're already spiraling into we care way too much what other people think. I'm more concerned about what do you think? What do you want to do? What feels like the next step for you? What is calling to your soul? And when we start to do that, and we put that on paper or we speak it out loud, whatever the process is for you, you really get to the truths and the untruths of what is ready to be let go and what is ready to emerge. And 
I have found this to be true for myself over the past several months. Um, I just kind of just was divinely led to kind of step back from everything that I was doing. If you followed me on Instagram, you know that I was very active. I was always sharing. I was sharing my practices. I was, I was sharing downloads. I was sharing inspiration. And while it was beautiful, then it became part of my identity. Like this is what, okay, this is why people come here. So I've got to provide value somehow. So how, what, what's going to come through today? What am I going to share for my practice today? How am I going to let people in? And it became this very... I don't want to call it a numbing process, but like a mindless process of like, okay, this is what I do. This is what I do. And one day I was on a walk and it was just kind of like, stop, stop, stop doing all of this because this is, you know, like desensitizing your system in a way that you do not want. So you need to stop. You need to clear your channel. And so I was like, okay. And I'm very much one that when I get a message, um, I'm going to dive in head first, feet first, whatever expression you want to use, and I'm going to listen. And so I did. And that began my very long journey of being off of Instagram and sharing since February. And I've talked about this in past episodes. Was it easy? No, because it comes with this like feeling of FOMO or like if I don't show up, who's going to find me? And when I do reemerge, whenever that is, whenever I'm divinely led, are people going to find me? Am I going to be of value? Am I getting left behind? It creates all of these kind of what I would consider toxic thoughts because those thoughts are doing no good. All it does is it creates stress and anxiety within the body. Um, But then on the flip side, it's kind of like I have such unshakable trust and faith and hope in spirit and the universe that I know that when I'm led to show up and share and shine and it's going to attract those people that are here for the next layer, the next reemergence of Nicole. And so I'm okay with that. And some days I have to remind myself of that, that I'm divinely guided and supported, always reminding myself of that and not feeling the pressure, the I have to, I should be energy of of showing up because that is not authentic to the truth of why my soul is here. And I'm a recovering people pleaser. So this has been like a journey with self, you know, to just be able to say, it's okay to step back. It's okay to let all the chips fall and let them fall where they may. And we're just going to, we're just going to take a step back right now because, you know, when I think about it, I've been, I've been in this industry of doing energy work, shamanic work, past life regression, soul coaching, soul expressions and immersions and and things like that for over 10 years now. And that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of energy exchanges. And, you know, I was like, go, 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 create, do this client calls, zoom calls, interviews, um, nonstop, pretty hardcore 
for like eight years at the 10. And then the last two years, I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel good. I feel like I'm running on autopilot. Like (laughs) I'm letting other people dictate the energy exchanges of Nicole and being like, oh, well, what works for you? Instead of me being like, here is my schedule. Here are the days that work. Here are the days that I'm open that work for me. You go ahead and you pick and you book. And I only started doing that the last two years, the 10 years I'd been into this, you know, this workflow of mine. And that changed a lot. And that put a lot of, you know, self-empowerment back into my pocket and really recharged my solar plexus chakra of being like, oh, I get to decide. And if this works for these people, then this is who I'm meant to work with. Like God, goddess, spirit is not placing anybody in my path that is going to waste my time because that is one thing that I became really clear on was I'm not going to work with people who are going to waste my time. And that may sound really harsh. That may sound, you know, maybe a little like cold or heartless, but when you work with energy, energy exchanges are precious currency. And when you work with somebody that's not fully into the work and you as the the practitioner, the space holder, you are like invested, like you're going into it, like you are invested in this work and somebody is not reciprocating that for themselves. It's extremely draining. I've worked with many people like that over the years and not going to do it. And If that means limiting my schedule, raising my prices, that's exactly what I do. And that's what I will continue to do because I want to work with people that are invested in the work. And that is me being authentic to myself and not falling into the pattern of like, oh, well, I've got to make myself super available. I've got to like have my, you know, my prices set to this. Otherwise, I'm not going to see people. That's me devaluing myself. And like my prices are not like, fucking crazy in comparison to some people who do this the same type of work as me. And everybody sets their prices and their availability based on many different factors in that person's life. And, you know, I do it based on one, family is important to me. So I don't work in the evenings. I don't work on the weekends. These are the times I work. Monday through Thursday. If this works for you, great, book it. Because my my whole belief is if you truly want to work with somebody, you're going to make it work in your schedule. And my prices also, you know, reflect the value in my work and the fact that like I'm not seeing 20 clients a week. I'm very particular about how many people I will see per day per week because I value my freedom. I value my family, I value my free time, and I value my energy. Like energetic hygiene is very, very important to me. But getting to this point today took me, it took me lots of just trial and error. That's what I'll say. It took lots of trial and error. It took lots of faith. And it took me getting to know the layers of myself to stripping away the layers of, 
oh, you should be doing it this way, Nicole. So-and-so is doing it this way. You should have this kind of course because this course is going on. And if I would have, if I would have just like been like, oh, I got to do this. This is what's popular right now. Oh, I got to put my rates here because this is what this past life regressionist is charging. Oh, I got to, I got to like do this. I got to go here. I would have lost myself and I would have gotten further away from the truth of who I am. And, you know, I wouldn't be uncovering these nuggets of authenticity within myself. And for me, authenticity is, like I said, it's ever evolving. And it's okay if you come to a point on your path and you're just like, and you look back over the past six months, year, 18 months, whatever it is, and you're like, who the fuck was I? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Do I even want to do this anymore? And I will tell you, I, (laughs) in, you know, the years of doing this, being on my spiritual journey for myself, not even just doing client work, like this is also me evolving as well and learning, you know, as a soulful human being. I have sat so many times on my path and be like, what the fuck are you doing, Nicole? Why are you doing this? Do you want to do this anymore? This is like draining. Why do you keep doing this? And like I've always said, sometimes I have to sit back and take a big healthy dose of my own medicine that I would give to any person that I was working with. If they said to me, you know, like I'm doing this and, you know, it's just draining me and, you know, what, whatever they're saying. And I'd be like, well, then why are you doing it? You have choice. The moment that you remember that you don't have to follow the crowd, that you don't have to do something you don't want to do, that's fucking freeing. Free yourself. Free yourself. And so remember that. Like, you don't have to follow the crowd. You don't have to. The moment that you remember that you are a sovereign being, that you have, you know, autonomy, that is fucking freeing. That is so freeing. So free yourself. Be the authentic version of yourself that wants to flow through today. That doesn't mean that he, she, or they is always going to be that version five years from now. It's going to grow. It's going to expand. But we can't be afraid to speak our truth, to express ourselves, to share parts of ourselves that feel ready to be seen. Because for me, I would much rather just present the pieces of myself that like feel most authentic today in this moment than shove it down inside because that's stifling is only going to create some issues from within. It's going to create anger. It's going to create resentment. It's going to create a whole shitstorm of suppressed energy. And a lot of that suppressed energy gets locked up within our chakra system. And then that will create, you know, slow moving energy, slow moving chi, life force. It will create you know, it could come out into some physical manifestations, ailments, things like that. So 
if this message speaks to you, just let it be a reminder that the journey to your authentic self is cyclic. It's a journey. It's not a destination. It's not a fucking race. Where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be because if it wasn't, you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast episode. And maybe this episode is the little catapult, the little gentle nudge push that you need that says, hey, it's safe to shed these layers. It's safe to step in to this next, you know, version of self that has been tapping you on the shoulder. It's safe to create this. It's safe to dress this way. You know, whatever it is, whatever has been knocking on your door, whatever's been tapping on your shoulder, that's been saying, it's time to go through the process of death and rebirth. You are ready. This is your sign. Because a lot of times we don't feel safe to do it. And I know I've been there. So if you're listening to this today, this you know, episode, the nuggets of wisdom that you picked up are for you. You are here for a reason. So I hope that this episode connected for you in some way, some shape, some form. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And just thank you for listening to me ramble. I kind of go into these podcasts with, I, I honestly, I go into it with no notes, no agenda. It's just free flow, talking, speaking, and allowing intuitive inspiration to flow through me. So thank you for being here today. And just remember, you don't have to follow the crowd. The moment you remember that is the moment that you are fucking free. So have a beautiful day. I will talk to you guys on the next podcast. And sending you guys so much love. Until next time.